0: Jeez <laughs> Where do I begin? Where do I begin? That's a good place to begin <laughs> Brand new brand new book beer I've never tried this beer before This is a uh, Bent spoke Which I like It's from Canberra <laughs> Here in Australia Where all the politicians are <laughs> Ben spoke. Cluster eight, soon to be highly recommended. Hmm. hmm. Maybe a bit sweet. Anyway, where were we? This is going to be mostly book, as I said in the in the title. Um, I do have other things on the list. I'm, I'm almost a little bit tempted to hold some of these other things on the list over, but we'll um, we'll wait and see. Morning, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you for joining this momentous occasion if I look tired or run down it's because we're at the end of the book <laughs> the book is like, I gotta talk about the book in a moment. I do want to talk about sponsors because uh, that is an important part of the things I do today sponsor again today after many many preceding weeks is Collide, who probably just about needs no introduction by now but uh, for, for new listeners Collide believes that maintaining endpoint security shouldn't mean compromising employee privacy. Check out our manifesto, Honest Security. We certainly do need a bit more honesty in this industry, I'll give you that much. Honest Security version 1.0, a guide to endpoint security and device management that doesn't erode your values. And we've got a whole bunch of uh, tenets here, tenets of honest security. Start reading, get the PDF, do go and check out Clyde. Big thanks to, to those folks for uh, for continuing their, their massive amount of support this year. Uh, I don't think it's quite half the year Clyde's been there, but it must be getting very, very close to it. On other things, Lars is here. Moondog, hazy IPA here. G'day, Lars. We'll, uh, we'll be seeing Lars in my part of the world very soon because i am about a week out of a wedding as well so it's uh it's getting rather exciting hello from norway I, I would butcher that name if i pronounced it Ter- terry terry it's probably terry i think it's probably a silent J. philip stephen i've not yet fi- not finished your book yet so no spoiling the ending uh yeah it all works out fine well it is 861 pages as well i literally just had to to click on the PDF, here on my iPad, if you haven't got the book yet, <laughs> there it is, just to see how many uh, how many pages it was. Substantial. George, good day. David, morning from England. Mm. Lars thinks that in the end of the book I break another jet ski. Maybe this is going to be a work in progress, where I'll we'll just add more stuff to it later on. That is, um, that is always possible. <clears throat> I realise I said this week's going to be nothing but book, but... I honestly haven't thought about what I was going to say about the book. I feel like its I've spent so much time doing this that I'm almost out of words. So if you have questions about the book, if you've read something in the book and you have a question, if you haven't read it and then you're wondering why the hell I'm charging for blog posts, yeah, ask me that as well. Make it fun. Throw me something tricky. Tony's in the UK. Danny, g'day from Melbourne more over my side of the world here i don't know what it's like in melbourne but we're just starting to feel a bit springy here uh 25 celsius tomorrow and sunny which would be very nice i i see boat and water on my horizon tomorrow which would actually be very nice while you're thinking something interesting to ask me about the book uh let me give you the the brief idea again so rob connery and i i think i put this in the book i probably said it before Rob Connery uh, is is someone I've had a lot of respect for for a long time and is, I'm sure for many of you, like you you sit at home or work or whatever it is, you go all day (laughs) and you're doing whatever it is in your cybers or your development stuff and there are noteworthy people in the industry who you see pop up time and time again. And I remember for me, back around the time I started my blog post in, in 2009, uh, those noteworthy people were many that you probably know, and and Rob, and Rob was always there. I remember he was doing the Subsonic ORM. He uh, he started Tech Pub, the online um, uh, training thing that Pluralsight later bought. Actually, fun connection there. Uh, and and then later on, he was doing this Developer's Life, this podcast uh, which he did with Scott Hanselman, and I, I just loved that podcast. It was so good. And I think part of it is, a, I, I don't think he'd be upset if I said this, but Rob sounds so sexy on. Uh, <laughs> on a podcast. He's such a soothing, soothing, gentle guy. I, I know Lars has, has uh, spent a bit of time with Rob before. I think you, you would agree, maybe not the sexy voice bit, but certainly the soothing voice. And he's just always one of these people that um, that I looked up to. And then over time, we, we got to spend a bit of time together. And uh, as Rob said in the blog post that he published today, in about 2018, he, he sort of said... Um, you know, hey, why don't we just take your blog and we will turn it into a book, uh, which I, I think in his blog post, he's relayed the basic conversation where I was like, if it was anyone else asking this, I'd tell them they crazy, but because it's you, I'm actually quite intrigued by the idea. So, he had this idea in 2018, we started throwing ideas around, and then, um, then things got very messy. <laughs> <laughs> things are very messy in both their lives now i don't want to give away stuff that you could otherwise pay to read in the book it's not like that but there's stuff in the book rob's got an intro <coughs> where look i'll relay my own stories and then i'll just say it was similar to him but my life started getting very very messy at the it's probably a whole other story to tell here one day but <coughs> during 2018 and then into 2019 which resulted in, in, in two major things happening. One was going through the sale process of Have I Been Pwned and the other was, was separation then divorce. And <clears throat> it, it turned out that, uh, at least for the latter part, Rob was on a similar sort of path. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we, it, it, we both had a lot going on. <laughs> Let's just put it like that. So this idea we had really just didn't get much traction in 2019 and it was only after after we got to 2020 and there's no more m process and we, we, we both had our other dramas in life, but things were a little bit more stable. And then, of course, not travelling because of COVID and all the rest of it, but we picked this thing up. And uh, and we, we picked it up with enthusiasm. Uh, in in other words, we actually started investing a bunch of time in it into 2020. And Rob's uh, thesis, for want of a better term, was that there was always something interesting behind the blog posts uh, and, and obviously some blog posts more than others but, you know, there'd be an interesting story about what was it that caused me to write this and then what were the things that happened afterwards and also what were some of the comments that other people had because often a lot of the gold is in the comments. Michael says, seems like there's still a bit of weird audio in the background. Oh, i got no idea what it is. I appreciate you say it's not too distracting. It's one of the things I need to trouble... You know how painful it is troubleshooting hisses and buzzes and things, but... I will pick that up at some time and troubleshoot it. Uh, anywho, <laughs> it's about the book. So Rob's Rob sort of said, look, I think there's a, there's a good story in here. And we worked very hard through 2020, 2021. I really, really wanted to have it out for Christmas. That was the goal. I wanted to have it out for Christmas 2021. Uh, but that, that just became a bit of an arbitrary point in time. And the remaining effort just didn't fit. So we, we just simply weren't going to have it done. We, we had it out in preview. I think I said we had it in like, uh, October. We had a preview of like some parts of it out there. And we got a lot of good feedback. Uh, and that, that feedback meant a lot of changes. So things got delayed and delayed. And, th- and then we sort of got into this year. And, <clears throat> and we both still had a lot of stuff going on in our respective lives. Uh, both professionally and personally and then we're, we're trying to balance all this book stuff as well so we, we just kept chipping away at it uh, and as I said in the blog post that I pushed out yesterday morning I think um, I rewrote a lot of it I completely rewrote the intro Just it just felt flat I just wasn't completely happy with it You know, like I wanted to put out something that I was just going to be really really enamoured with where I was like okay this is love it kind of thing uh, and then if everyone else does, that's fantastic, but at the very least, I do, and I've put forward something that I've, I can fully get behind. And the, the, we sort of started to fill in all the other bits around it as well because, y- you know, as you, you've probably read books before, <laughs> what tends to happen in a book is you'll have people do forwards and things like this, and and so uh, uh, we knew that Richard Campbell was doing a forward. Uh, we knew that Lars Clint on this video now, <laughs> I was going to do a Ford. And we got those together, and and they were great, and there's a lot of new stuff in there. And then Rob did a Ford, which was just... I said in my blog post, I felt a bit emotional reading. I, I didn't know what he was going to write until I saw it actually in the book for, like, one of the final reviews. And um, maybe, like, I had this mental image of his sexy podcast voice, I don't know. But <laughs> that it was just... It, it, He shares a a, a very personal part of his life uh, as well and the way it's sort of connected at a similar time. So, And it was just... And it was lovely to read because he says nice things. Uh, I only picked people to write forwards that would say nice things about me. Uh, This is what people do with books. (laughs) So I think I bribed Lars with beer or something like that. Uh, There's photos of that, mate. But anyway, so we did those... And then we we're trying to figure out how to finish it, and we really didn't know, like, how do you close it out? Because it was basically forwards from a bunch of people, which which is great. And then all the stories, how do you how do you end that? And yeah, <clears throat> you know, as we were sort of going through the course of this year, that the thing that was probably most on my mind was the relationship with Charlotte, because we were heading towards a wedding. And she has been just as involved in this as Rob and I. I mean, she's done so much coordination of people and uh, and uh, herding of cats, as they say, in order to get it here. Um, and so I just wrote something very personal about her um, and put it in the book. Mm. And then she did the same for me. So same sort of thing, which was which was fantastic. And it's, uh, yeah, that's... It is very personal. It frankly has nothing to do with the blog posts themselves, but it is her shining a light into me because there's... No one finds it weirder than me that I somehow have a public identity. And Lars will back me up on this because a number of times we've sat there and had a few and, and spoken about, uh, you yeah, for, for both of us in, in, in different ways. It's, it is a very strange thing, a very, very strange thing to have this sort of public identity. Um, but... Anyway, we, we seem to have that. <laughs> so she talks a little bit about what it's like behind the scenes, and um, I, I think what what she talks about, and Lars will back me up on this, is you're trying to be a, 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 like a consistent individual. You know, whether we're, you listen to me here, or whether it's the stuff I write in the book, or whether you go on a conference or something like that, that same person. Like, there's not a there's not a you don't like to just go. Ah, oh, you just turn on conference mode now, and you're a nice guy. And then you get off the stage and you start talking. Speed tests. How much internet do I have left? Ah, oh, boy. I'm feeling like I just need. Oh no, excellent connection. <laughs> really? <laughs> Hello. When the chat works, I come back. Oh, I got 38 megabits down. That's okay. Seven eight megabits up. That's not too bad. If I uh, if I have returned to the internet, I'd I'd love to <laughs> to hear from you. So I know I have got YouTube again. <sighs> oh, boy, I couldn't die. And need to order another beer at this rate. Sixteen concurrent viewers. Three likes. Um. Is anyone left? Why not try and ping Lars on the messenger? Jeez, it's the most ghetto weekly update ever. Um, am I back? Oh. Concurrent viewers? What's going on? Wow. Okay. Lars says I'm back. <laughs> no one's talking to me. Can you send me a message on... YouTube Okay, so for those of you Now hearing me I was talking And then I looked over there And I had a little spinny circle thing on my head And then it said Chat disconnected Please wait while we reconnect you Unable to connect Please try again later Why do I have no chat? I wonder if Why don't we try this? This is the most ghetto thing ever it's probably all these messages now from people like, yeah, we can hear you, can you hear me? And it'll just be like every teleconference you ever have in the workplace. Um, and I can't load Twitter on my browser for reasons that are unknown. But I think I can in incognito. Okay, let's see if that works. How bizarre was that? Happened the other day. I can't load Twitter unless I go Incognito and then I can load it, and now I can do this, and now I can click on the video, and make sure all the sound's down. <laughs> okay, now I can see all the comments, and now I know I'm back like, oh, this is so weird. Okay, so where did all this die? Yeah, people start staying on I'm back. So, all right, here's what I see, just so you know that it's not just me with half a beer losing my brain. But... Uh, the chat on like my admin youtube window over here just says chat disconnected can't reconnect and so all right well that's that sucks and then i go over here and it's like i can literally see everyone going oh he's back look at that all right so let me read the comments now because i completely forgot what i was saying before <laughs> richard join g'day richard oh, look at two people have written a forward in my book there that is awesome uh stream drop for anyone else says george yeah drop for me man. i will tell you that much Michael had nothing as well Anyone else having trouble seeing Troy Light Okay, yep, we figured that out That all went to hell Uh, Richard says Outage of surface paradise Lots of water, not so much internet Stephen wants a good book read And then I'm back Yes, back, 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 back Yes, returned Up late Sipping whiskey I knew that was Richard Before I even saw it was his photo next to it uh, we should be sipping some really good whiskey next week, mate. I guarantee you that. <laughs> so, uh, okay. How do I catch up? Oh, look at this. Jono, good, uh, good mo- evening from Jindabaugh. No, I was in Jindy only the other day. Well, driving through Jindy. There you go. So Jindy is the place you drive through in order to get to the snow in Australia. <sighs> Richard says, Starlings work great in Canada too. Okay, yeah, well. Hmm. Uh, Lars is watching me live debugging. Anyway, Stephen says, "So, so you're talking about conference switch, and then you weren't there." Yeah. So, what I was saying, and with Richard here as well, he would he would agree without naming names. But I was saying, there's, I find in this this industry, you know, often you go along to an event or something, and you meet someone. And sometimes it's your hero, your, your tech hero. You meet, uh, and they turn out to be a very different person. On camera and on stage, and then in person. Uh, and that the bit that Charlotte was sort of writing in the, in the, the end uh, kind of touches on that. Where I, I hope, and hopefully Richard and Lars will back this up as well. Uh, I, I think that, that just the, I don't know, I was going to say the continuity, but it's like the normality of it, like just being a normal, consistent person across all these things seems to have worked well. I find it actually be hard to be anything else. Like if you had to go on stage and behave like someone totally... Anyway. Strange. Um, Other bits in here, Lars, says, I saw Whiskey Richard Campbell, even I could tell it's amazing. So (laughs) we're getting off topic of the book. However, uh, we'll get it slightly back on InfoSec topic. Every year at AusCert, which is probably Australia's premier InfoSec uh, conference, uh, always just down the road here in my hometown, which is good, there's... um, there's a, a company called Hactive uh, run by a mate of mine uh, who, who incidentally is not named, but he's in this book and it's related to abuse. Not from him, but from someone who worked for him who after abusing me no longer works for him. That's in the book. Go, go get the book if you haven't got the book. Uh, anywho, so they would always put on a whiskey night at um, at AusCert and they'd get this guy in who who you knew must know a lot about whiskey because he's got a really good Scottish accent. And, he, and he's actually um, a luxury brand ambassador for Glenfiddich, And he does actually know a lot about whiskey. And he'd always bring these amazing whiskies and there'd be a whole bunch of us. And we'd stand around and he'd sort of take you through the journey of, you know, you the, the slowly getting better and better whiskies. And, you know, the, the theory and the knowledge and everything behind them, Richard knows all this already, but for everyone else. Uh, and it's really, really fascinating. And we did this again earlier this year uh and charlotte was like can you come and do this at our wedding like, this would be really really cool if you did this at our wedding just as like an icebreaker so and to be clear this is not the day we're getting married i think that would be an interesting thing if we did it that way but it's it's like a multi-day event for us so this is like the, the night before so this guy will come and um and do his thing we had to order all these whiskeys. so i, I have um, uh, let's just say many thousands of dollars worth of whiskey sitting there on the shelf like Totally unopened, ready to go to the wedding venue, uh, ready for James to pop it open and for, for Richard <laughs> to drink it and other people. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be so much fun. But, yeah, it, it does look really good. I think Lars, Lars did see that. Saw those boxes. Um, what else? What else in the book? The feedback has been lovely. I get a lot of good feedback. Which is nice. Uh, I think we've sold about 400 copies already, so there's a bunch of people out there who've got it in their hands. But, okay, I was just looking at my Twitters a few hours ago. This person, P-E-R-1-N-D. Strange name, hopefully legit person. Said, got the privilege to read the book, and I can say it's super interesting and very good reading. I like the intro where you hear about the drive and the help that writing a book can give. And the personal notes are really good. And if you've been in that place... Then, then you know a couple of little typos in there but we get the idea D- deciding um how much personal things to put in there and about what was hard because it was very hard uh, because a lot of those blog posts do touch on personal things in my life and there have been a lot of personal things in my life um, in recent years and, and deciding like what you want to put... And Man, I rewrote so much stuff. I rewrote so much stuff over and over again uh, based on things that were happening and based on things that... Uh, I actually had one, one variation, and, and I won't say what it was because I decided to exclude it in the end, but one variation based on what someone really noteworthy in the industry had said that just made me reflect a lot on how I want to present things. So that was sort of part of this process of going through and just iterating and iterating and iterating and just trying to find what is the right... The right tone and the right information to share. Uh, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you give enough that people can relate, and it's interesting, but not so much that you respect, yeah, to some extent, like you respect your own privacy and the privacy of others um, that, that might have been involved in these things. So, so finding that right balance. Man, I reread this stuff so many times over. Anyway, I'm happy with the balance. It's great uh my parents have read a bunch of it which is good spoke to mum and dad today (laughs) they were happy they liked it they like seeing the feedback feedback was very nice so it's funny for them because um they get snippets of me on uh like if i'm on the news talking about a cyber thing or something like that and they sort of see that bit of me and uh and then they get like secondhand information because we've been to events and seen you know uh, recorded stuff and if you get a a shiny award or something like that, they say that, which is great, but it's quite different to see what other people say about you. Uh, And mum and dad have really enjoyed that. Almost all of it has been good. (laughs) Rob did forward me one email, which is, (sighs) there's always at least one person. There's always at least one person out there who, what's the saying? Just wants to piss in your cereal. Um, don't bother me anymore. There's literally one of the blog posts we included in here, and again, this relates to my mate with the whiskey and everything, was about dealing with abuse. And I, I think as part of that, I sort of said, you know, look, I I fully accept that if you have a public profile, you, you're you're going to get abuse, and it really doesn't bother me that much anymore. This one the other day didn't bother me. I was just like. Oh more important shit to deal with It's file. Like go away. It's, just, it's not worth investing my mental cycles in this. Um comments here. What's <sighs> a sampling of whiskey coming up? Stephen, if you missed my cue earlier, will you be thinking about a physical edition of the book in the future? So we've discussed this and uh, it's it's possible that so the basically the way we've like divided down the tasks here is Rob has self-published multiple books before. So he's published things like The Imposter's Handbook, which has been really, really successful for him, uh, which has been great. He's been down this road so many times, I would be starting from absolute square one and have no idea what I'm doing. So we decided that uh, he would basically run all that side of things and then I would do all of the, you know, the the writing of, of content, bar the things that a few other people wrote, and then Charlotte would organise us all together and help it all work. So... If, if we go and publish physically, he did talk about ways of doing that. But I, I think we all just sort of took the approach of let's just let's just get something out there digitally. There is a version number at the front of the book. You'll see, it will iterate over time, and yeah, you know, at some point in time, and then hopefully we can have one that that is actually a physical copy as well. I'd like to do that because it'd be cool to hand something to people. I saw I did see a comment in there just for all my stuff dropped out. I think Stephen had said something like, you know, can you sign my digital copy? Ha ha. So <laughs> the digital signature isn't really the same, is it? And I, to be honest, because I read so few books these days because my attention span is so short, <laughs> but I don't know how many people want to read like an electronic format versus have a physical copy. But it would be cool to have, and it would be cool to just go, you know, here you go. Now, something else that's come up. I just realized as I looked again back over at my iPad just here, Um, I've had many tongue-in-cheek comments about that photo, (laughs) which is fine. I think that's fair game. I think that's reasonable. I I was not in a boy band. I was not on Neighbours. (laughs) It was none of these things. When we're choosing a cover... I could have put, like, ones and zeros. I could have put the tweezers, like, picking the password out. You know, all the stock photo crap that you've everyone's seen before. But I just thought, because the book starts at that age, so I'm, I'm 18 in this photo, uh, and it's on my Wikipedia page, so it's not a great secret, but uh, in 1995, I was 18. My birth date isn't on there yet. Static knowledge-based authentication. I'll keep that under the lid for the moment. But... I was 18 and that was the first time I saw the internet. You know, us go here, first time I see the internet. And that's sort of where the story begins and it really begins with me making uh, one of the greatest cock-ups of my life <laughs> in, terms of, in terms of getting involved with a company that... Um, you ever heard of Bernie Madoff? <laughs> now it wasn't me doing this, right? I was, I was Code Monkey, that was it. But there are other people running horse racing in a mere equating of people listening horse racing investment and myself and my girlfriend at the time were writing the software uh, so the story begins there and, and this is why we sort of chose that photo because it's like i don't know like i look kind of innocent there you know it's, it's not that i look guilty now but you know what i mean when you're that age you look younger and uh and let's face it it's, it's created some discussion which I, I think is good this is kind of what we want right out of a book like we want people to sort of raise it and start chatting about it and everything else last is he wants the audiobook. if we did the audiobook, would we all have to read our own bits? so you'd have to read your bit richard have to read his bit charlotte have to read her bit that could be fun 861 pages no it's not gonna <laughs> no i don't have the energy for that mate i really don't now to be clear as well like and most people say this about books most people say you don't make any money out of books Uh, In terms of the return on investment, the the money that comes back for the amount of time spent, it's like you might as well go and work at McDonald's. Uh, And and that is my expectation. Uh, We've sold 400 copies already. You can do the math. Huge amounts of work that have gone in. I mean, honestly, unless we sell like tens or hundreds of thousands of copies or something, which we won't, it's not a good investment of dollars. But everything I've ever done that's worked out well, professionally was never meant to make money (laughs) like have I been pwned who'd have thought this thing would be useful later on that was just such a such a scratching of an itch uh the whole blog post like I mean the first blog post was like look I, I think it might be useful for me to get other jobs with by having the blog post but that was about it um so I don't have any illusions that this blog post will make any will Pay for itself, not blog post. What did I do? A book. I don't think the book will. But I do think that it's uh, it's just something I felt like doing, you know, like something Rob obviously felt like doing as well. And it's also one of these things, a bit like Have I Been Pwned, where you, you just never know where it leads. Uh, you know, because I did Have I Been Pwned, I've had so many professional speaking, like proper money-paying professional speaking engagements as well. Uh, and uh, again, I never did it for that. This is a nice outcome. That you didn't expect. So maybe there'll be other stuff that comes out of the book that I didn't expect. I don't know. I don't know. That's it's kind of like the the joy of life, right? Like you just never know what it's going to throw at you. Ah, that's Richard says, I look younger because I am younger. Was younger. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Richard wants to voice it. I think that's the year I'm in. Uh, well, Tony wants to read a book too. Lars reckons he's going to do it with deep fakes. <clears throat> would be impressive. Fritz once poned the movie. <laughs> I have had all these other. I registered domains for the most random shit because, at some time in the middle of the night, I've woken up and it seemed like a good idea. When I was like half asleep at three a.m., uh, and I register a domain, and you know maybe that would be cool later on. I don't know. So I don't have uh, I don't have anything movie related, but who knows. Richard says, when I went back into self-employment in the mid-90s, I consciously decided to spend one day a week on promotion work. That focused on visibility rather than profitability. Yeah, okay, I can see that. That's, um, you know, when you're independent, you got to, someone's got to pay the bills. What else about this book? Um, I am tempted to add to it later on. There's one or two things I've, I've been writing but haven't published. Laza's I don't think you've read it, but you know what it is, one of them. Uh, very personal things where I just I, I just kind of feel like there's stories that I want to get out there as blog posts and then like everything else in this book, there is a story behind the story. They're like there's something else behind it. So I would like to see a version like 1.x of this. I'd like to add some stuff to it later on. And, and again, not because I think it'll make any money, but because I just, it scratches the itch. It's something I want to do. Steven says, "Pwn Passwords, the audiobook. book. Today's episode, AA to AZ Passwords. Oh, jeez, 850 million passwords or something in pwn Passwords right now. That's going to be, that needs AI to do that one. Or even just like text-to-speech. We could text-to-speech that. If we're, doing, uh, if we're doing the AA to the AZ and we're doing two characters, we're doing 26 to the power of two. I'm not sure exactly how many that is, but I think it's 500-something-odd editions. So I could do that. <laughs> I don't know who's going to listen to it. So, look, that's um, that's kind of it. There were other things on my my list that I was going to chat about today, like the TikTok breach that wasn't a breach, which I think is fascinating uh, and I was going to say I might hold it over till next week, but I don't even know if I'm going to, I'm not quite sure how I'm going to do next week. Because the plan at the moment is very early on Friday next week, I, uh, I go off to get married. And uh, I don't really want to be doing videos. So I, I think I'm actually going to do this the day before. I think I'm going to do this on Thursday next week, by which time there will be other noteworthy <laughs> individuals here. So I might just wait and see how that looks. But look, thanks for uh, thanks for those who tuned in. Sorry about things dropping out. Well, you know, I actually fixed it. I didn't didn't tell you this, but I have literally tethered my PC to my iPhone. I don't know if the internet is actually back on my National Broadband Network connection or not. According to the iPad, it might be. But uh, yeah, that was my fallback position. So <laughs> Richard says, "Married to whom?" If you haven't worked that out by now, we're going to have other issues. But anyway, thank you very much for watching. This was a bit of a disjointed one, especially with the dropouts. Uh, as you can tell, I'm just – honestly, I think I just got – that's the uh, thats the pork roast is done. Time that perfectly. I think I just got to the end of this book, and I was like, look, I'm just just—I'm just exhausted. So um, thanks very much for watching this. I'm going to spend the next week trying to, I think, just catch up and get my energy back a little bit before uh, before that amazing day. Um I'll share more about that as we get a little bit closer. Uh, So thanks very much for listening. Uh, And ask me questions about the book online as well. Plus, if you've read it uh, and you like it, then tweet something to me. If you don't like it, um, send Lars a DM and explain exactly what you didn't like about it. And, uh, yeah, thanks very much. See you, folks.